Welcome to Color Break, issue number three. Um, we have a, a guest for the first time today. I don't know where we'll put her in the video, either left, right, bottom, top. Sarah, uh, or I'm Loki Dumb online. I am Loki Dumb. Sarah, it's how's true. it going? Oh, I'm. It's going great. How are you guys? Doing good. I'm, I'm doing okay. Yeah, I'm doing pretty okay. Cody, so anything buddy. new? You've been reading. You've been reading, right? Um, I think we all read. Yeah, what have I been... Actually, you know what? I have been reading Sandman a little bit. Because um, okay. I have it... Yeah, and it's really good, but I'm still in, like, volume one, so I don't want to, like, say anything about it. But it turns out everyone who raves about Sandman, they're correct. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprising, I guess. Um, it's, like, one of the most acclaimed, whatever, comics of all time, so I didn't think it was going to be bad, but... Um, other than that, just trying to catch up on single issues, man. I'm always drowning in single issues. Since I was on vacation, yeah, I'm, dude, I'm, now I'm two weeks behind. So, I'm five weeks yeah. behind, so I feel you. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, I want to ask uh, Sarah as our guest, as this is in some way a comic book podcast, uh, I do want to know your story. Uh, I know me and Cody have talked about how we got into comic books, so I would like to know, Sarah... How'd you get into them? Um, well, you know, I, I don't know when it started, but I've always been, like, into, you know, like, the DC and Marvel. Um, when I was younger, it was mostly Marvel. Um, and then, I don't know, how somehow in, like, high school, like, I was, like, 15 or 16, I, like, linked on to Batman. Like, he became my person in any, in every way. And... You know, that included, like, watching the animated series, you know, all the movies, um, everything that involved that. But I didn't get into comics until this year when I was gifted a comic by Comic Book Sash. Oh, my God, he's here. <gasps> oh, How'd what? you get him on? It was me. <laughs> what yeah. was the first you one? You know, it's funny because... Oh, yeah, please. It was a Robin... It was the first appearance of Tim Drake as Robin. Why? You gave her a key issue, dude? You didn't keep it for yourself? And it was signed. What? I know. I should have... I, I, I was not prepared. I should have brought it, but it, it's in my collection. <laughs> nice. L listen, it's good friends. It's good yeah, friends. I was going to say, dude. Jeez, man. I would have... I'm not giving anyone any, any keys, dude. Are you kidding me? <laughs> But you see my giveaway, dude? Because... I give people junk, dude. All my all my junk I don't want. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I I was um from the get go I thought she had already read comic books. Uh so I was like, hey, this makes sense. She likes Batman, you know, she likes Robin. First Robin, you know, first Tim Drake. Uh so I I think I just found out right now that that was the first one she ever got. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I had a Looney Tunes as a kid, you know? Right. It's probably somewhere in this room. But my mom would be like, just hold on to it. It might have value, you know? I never read it. 
The Looney Tunes? Yeah, yeah. Yep. First appearance of Daffy Duck, I think, right? <laughs> oh, maybe. No, um, no so that, that's, like, the interesting part, right? Like, I feel like, I'm, and I think Christian's the same, like, when we discussed our, our comic book origin stories and stuff. But, like, there's all this comic book media when we were younger because, like, we're at that age, right? So, you know, Batman the Animated Series is on TV and, like, the Nolan uh, Batman movies are coming out, right? So it's, like, I feel like our... Whereas, like, a lot of people in our crossover comic server, they're really into, like, let's say X-Men, right? Um, I I just never watched, you know, the X- I wasn't that into X-Men because I didn't watch the animated X-Men show or anything like that. So I, I'm with you, Sarah, where Batman was, like, my my, like, first thing that I latched onto, uh, with, with Spider-Man, too, because, like, you know, the Spider-Man, there's always Spider-Man media coming out, but, um, Batman was definitely my first, my first comic book love without even, you know, having read any of the comic books, so. You know, Cody, I'm, I'm so sorry, um, X-Men was before Batman for me. I'm just saying, oh, okay, so you liked X-Men, like, way, way before? <laughs> I watched, uh, X-Men Evolution as a kid, mm. and, that was just like peak childhood right there it was just like all the x-men like going to high school like doing regular thing and dealing like with being a hero and like figuring out mm. their powers like it, i think it was like watching that as a kid then i started to like latch on to other things such as batman gotcha yeah yeah x-men is like it, one of those knowledge be- ga- i just don't know much about x-men but i know if there's like be- a I billion <laughs> I don't. I don't really think I watch. Like I. I know I watched them, but I can't recall watching any superhero cartoon shows. I mean, if you if you count me being with my little brother while he watched Superhero Squad, then I was on it. That's Which about that? it. I don't even know I that. Can't. <laughs> superhero Squad is uh is the is in the Marvel universe and it's the Avengers, but they sort of look like toys. Like they're like super like squished, and like buff. I don't gotcha. know how to explain it, but it it probably came out when I was like fifteen. Uh, and I I know my cousin watched the X Men, and I know it was a part of my childhood. I just don't remember watching any of it. Like I can't be like, oh, I love watching the Batman animated series because I didn't. Gotcha. Yep. But for Even some that reason, was they like were a all little before life. us. Yeah, like I remember my mom would um, record reruns for me on like VHSs, so I just have. Like all the VHS, they probably don't work anymore or whatever. I don't know, but yeah. when's the last I time streamed I played the VHS? Yeah, oh, you streamed it <laughs> on Amazon Prime, yeah, nice. in like 2015, 2014. Right. Yeah, no, I I, yeah. I remember the the Batman Beyond show. Now I don't mm. remember watching it, but I remember being like, this is a thing that exists with me, and in my time, I I might have watched it. I, I, I sort of know about these things and I like if you ask me like the characters I can name all of them. I just I just cannot tell you a single storyline. I think yeah, that one was a little weird too because um like I, I'm saying with you, I remember watching it, but it felt it felt more adult. Like it definitely was like more mature um than like the Batman animated series, even though like they're the same, you know, universe or whatever. Um, but it definitely feel, felt more, like, kind of scary, even. Like, it was so dark and, and more mature. Um, even just from the intro of Batman uh, Batman Beyond. Um, so I always felt, you know, like, 
ooh, this is cool. I'm probably not allowed to be watching this right now. Um, so I kind of had to like, you know, maybe I'm like sneak watching it. Um, I mean, but yeah, that's, that's what I remember is the, the like insane intro. But what'd you say? There's nothing scarier. There's nothing scarier than just the future, man. Right. Like the dystopian, like awful, <laughs> awful future. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what yeah, you're they saying. They really showed awful. us like Nothing old ass Batman. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Ahead of its time. But, but yeah, I, I mean, I um, do feel like it, and it's, it's funny. Like you, people don't really know how much these shows impact, like, you know, you know what you become. Like I didn't think the MCU would get me to read comics and now I'm here. Yeah, it's a good point. Like the, there's a lot of introduction, like, you know, growing up, maybe you know about Iron Man, right? But then you, MCU comes out and takes this like sort of obscure-ish character. I mean, he was like a mainstay in the Avengers in the comics for however long, but I don't think anyone would say like, oh yeah, Iron Man, he was my, my number one before the MCU came out, right? Maybe there are some people, but um, like to me, he was always like a like a B tier hero, if that makes sense. But then MCU happens, and he just pops off, and um, you know, rightfully so. Right, right, right. I mean, R D J, right? Really, yeah. Uh, he is Iron Man, right? So yeah. <laughs> well, and and I do want to ask uh, Sarah, since she is our guest, I. I know I have um, provided some comic books to you uh, over the past m- couple of months, but I do want to talk about now that you have gotten more into re- reading uh, single issues and uh, ongoing series. Uh, just you know, what are the series you're reading, and and what's the change from like just watching these shows or these movies and jumping into the comic books now? Okay, okay. Let me start out with some background. Mm-hmm. So my name online is I'm Loki Dumb. And as much as I wish that was a joke, it's actually because I have a learning disability. So reading is difficult. So I avoid books in every way. But once I started reading comics, I was like, wait, I can actually read this. I'm enjoying my time reading. And that's never happened in my life. You know, I tried to read the first chapter of Harry Potter. I threw the book across the room. I couldn't do it. I'm sorry. I just can't read. So when I was able to read comics and actually, like, learn more about the characters that I've known all my life was crazy. And I've only read a little bit so far. Um, like, I'm starting with Batman. I've, I've, like, restricted myself to Batman. Then I'll expand so I don't, like, spend all my money on, yeah. like, buying everything. That's what <laughs> so I, I do. <laughs> Right. Oh, no. <laughs> so I've read, a, like, um, year one, um, Long Halloween, like, the, the starter ones. Uh, the Man Who Laughs. Right now, I'm about to start Dark Victory. I hope I win your giveaway then. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. But yeah, that's where I'm at currently. But I am reading like a couple single issues, like uh, Jurassic League and Poison Ivy currently. Nice. Yeah, I think um, that might be a good way to start too because um, Batman is one of those characters. Like he, he's, you know, obviously he's been around for like 80 whatever years. Um, so he has a lot of like super iconic stories and he could just look up, you know, top 25 Batman stories and like, you know, all of them are bangers. Right. So, um, that's definitely like, I, I'm trying to think, and maybe some people can like comment below or whatever. Is there another character who has like, as, um, 
as consistent of a of a backlog as Batman. I know some people might say, you know, like all the Daredevil runs are always, you know, like seven out of tens are better. You know what I mean? But I feel like Batman is a character that just because he's been around for so long, there's a ton of different, you know, trades you could pick up, like year one, like you said, or and, long Halloween. And it's, and... it's interesting for me. It's interesting for me because Batman is a character when you ask people tell me a batman story that i should read they never go for like man detective comics 27 you gotta get on that no it's it's usually more recent runs or at least like 90s and up you know i i never hear people recommend like hey that 70s batman run was fantastic and i know that a big part of it was the code of uh of i don't remember what it was called that they made it more kid friendly because they didn't want kids to be influenced by the the dark nature of batman but uh right but yeah i never hear people recommend anything before the 90s honestly but even in the past 30 years there's a 1000 batman stories that people just keep telling me to read yeah it's one of those things too where because he's such like i mean i don't know what you guys would think maybe this is like a different conversation but do you guys think Batman's like the most popular superhero in the whole world? I don't know. Would you guys agree with that? Or and like it's yeah. probably between like Batman, Superman, and like Spider Man. Those are probably like the top three. Yes. Um, but so because Batman is so popular, all like the top writers and top artists want to work like it's their dream to work on a Batman book, right? So then when they get the opportunity, they just they all you know go for the fences and try to knock it out of the park, and then so you you end up with okay every artist writer who's touched batman has like had an iconic story um so it's like yeah i think that's a lot of part uh, a big part of that is people like the you know when you're a kid you dream like oh do i have a batman story would it be so cool if i got to work on batman um and there's even though it's he's been around for so long he there's like a lot of different like twists and different things you can you know people are still iterating on um batman and evolving him even now with just like the chip zadarsky run um so yeah it's like i don't know personally i don't i don't have like a batman story like a like a dream of mine um i'd have to like think about it more but i don't know it's just one of those things like i think it's really cool that all these different teams um have impacted like the 80 year history of batman so it's funny to me because there's some writers that just do that like I mean, I would love, and I don't know if people would like this. I think a lot of people would not be happy with it. But I would love to see someone like Donny Cates just, like, do it. Especially reading, like, the Thor, the Donny Cates Thor run and all that. Like, he's a, a writer who will be like, anything I can use, I will use. He, he'll go back and read the 1940s Batman and be like, oh, I like that one character. I'm going to put him in. And... That's something that I feel like is cool with Batman. It's such a long sto- history that you could just do anything with it. You can bring someone from like 60 years ago and it'll feel current. So it, th- that's why I like the character so much, I think, because you would think that in like such a long time, like oh, 80 years, you, they'd run out of ideas, but no, they haven't. No, they yeah. keep knocking it out of the park. Like even in media, like you have of course, you know, the new Batman film, but also, like, the TV series that are connected to it, like Harley Quinn. Yeah. Who actually came from the animated series itself, and now she's, like, a huge character in and of huge itself. Huge fan favorite, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's a good point too. Like, um, not not even just you know we're talking a lot about Batman, but even just like the the Bat family in general. Um, like everybody has like, oh you know there's Dick Grayson, Nightwing fans over here, and then a lot of people like uh, maybe it's just because I'm exposed to it on TikTok, but it seems like people are really into like the niche uh, Bat family members too. Oh, for sure. So yeah, I think it's so cool that. Um, like the Bat family itself is so diverse that everybody can pick, you know, their own favorite um, member, and, and then they can go off and explore um, based on their stories too. So, yeah. But, but I mean, think about it like this: like we talk about villains, you know, like we were saying, like Batman, Spider-Man, Superman being the most popular superheroes. I cannot think of a more popular villain than the Joker. Honestly, yeah, for, for better or for I worse, but yeah, I can't think of anyone else because like. Let's say Superman is, like, the ideal superhero, right? Which is an argument that a lot of people make, and I understand it. Most people cannot name a single Superman villain. Like, if you go up to, like, someone on the street and ask, like, hey, name a Batman villain, they might say Harley, they might say the Joker. No one's going to say General Saad just off the top of their head. No one's just going to think of it. So I think it's interesting that the Batman, Batman goes beyond just the character, and it's the entire universe. Right, yeah, like, I mean, you even look at it, like, what DC is publishing, right? I think, I forgot who said it, maybe it was uh, That Nerdy Papa Bear, shout out, but I think he, like, broke it down, he's like, oh, literally 60% of books DC publishes is, like, in the Bat family, like, (laughs) for the next, like, however many months, and, you know, for, you know, for better or for worse, like, that that is, you know, what sells at DC, Um, you know, of course, I would like to see, you know, more miniseries focused on, you know, more niche characters, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, Batman and his associated, you know, sub-universes, um, super popular and it sells all the time. I think to your point, Christian, um, I'm trying to think even like the Superman villain that I would, it's not even on a level of the Joker, but it's probably like Lex Luthor. Like that's probably what people think of. Um, but even then you're right. It's like, you know, you probably name at least five Batman rogues before you get to Lex Luthor on the terms of popularity so i wonder I mean, if it goes... anyone would be able to draw him from memory like people could draw joker right but like if you ask them to draw lex like they're gonna struggle right like the but only it's thing funny because <laughs> the only characteristic i could think of is just just bald yeah put him in a suit <laughs> just bald in a suit <laughs> i mean but it goes it goes that so far that i didn't even think to mention lex i went for saw it I forgot about his existence <laughs> altogether. And he's a big character. Yeah. He's not just like a nobody. Yeah, but I, you know, I, I think it's one of those things like, you know, people might say, you know, Riddler or, I don't know, Two-Face and like all this stuff before they get, they get to Lex Luthor, but yeah. I don't know. That's how it is. Yeah. Um, so I guess, Sarah, a question for you, um, just, to, just to get you know, get to know you better. Um, what would you say is your favorite, maybe like top two like superhero movies? I'm just curious. Ooh. I, I no, I don't mean to put you on a spot. No, it's okay. <laughs> um, let's say, okay, it's it's a little basic, but they're good for a reason. Hmm. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yep. And the Batman. Like the the most recent one, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I mean that that could be a whole other topic, Christian. I don't know if um, I don't know if you would agree, but I think for me, 
the most recent Batman movie is the best Batman movie ever. I don't know if that's a, I don't know if it's a hot take that might like you know open a can uh, of worms down in the conversation. I, I will. Like, but... I'll, I'll explain it like this. I'll explain it the way I've been saying it, and people don't have to agree with me. I think when it comes to Dark Knight and the Batman, I think the Batman is the best Batman movie, and I think the Dark Knight is the best movie about the Batman. Okay. Like, like the Dark Knight doesn't need the the name Batman attached to it. It could just be a cool like vigilante story. But the That's Batman is is the the essence of the character. Like Gotham feels like a character in that movie. Everyone feels like the characters in the comics. Where in the Nolan movies, well, they're fantastic, and I will rewatch them a hundred times. It doesn't need to be Bruce Wayne. It could just be another billionaire. That's a great point, yeah. yeah. I, I kind of like that explanation a lot. Yeah. I would definitely agree. I, mean, I, I had the... I, I was lucky enough to watch um, watch the Batman with Sarah. So, um, I, I, I know her reaction, but I would like her to talk about it because I have my opinions on the movie. I think it's a 10 out of 10, and I'll put it out there. But I want to know... I mean, haven't been there with her. I know how excited she got, but I wanted to hear more from her because it's a character that she loves so much. Hmm. Well, we should probably preface by saying that we are friends in real life. Hmm. Although we are in this online community together. We met in college, what, four years ago? Five yes, years ago? four years ago. You, you're a friend of my girlfriend. Four years ago. Well, now my friend. Yes. And, yeah, so we live close to each other, so... We sometimes go comic shopping or we go to the movies um, and we got to see the Batman together, like he was saying. Um, and that was just, it's its what I've been waiting for. Um, as much as the Nolans are great, this was a breath of fresh air from those because it wasn't just like, I don't know it the 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 Dark Knight trilogy felt like a Christian Bale project which is not bad in any way but I think the difference is that with the Batman is that um Robert just complimented Batman he didn't he didn't I don't, I don't know if this is making sense but he like you you think of the Dark Knight trilogy you think of um Christian Bale when you think of Batman, you think about Batman. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like you can see, you can see past, um, you know, Robert Pattinson's beautiful face, and you're like watching <laughs> the Bruce Wayne. Actually, yeah, I, I totally agree. Do you remember? Yes. Okay. Do you guys remember? I, I forgot when this was. Maybe it was like four years ago. I don't even remember at this point. I know it took so long to make the Batman due to the COVID and all that stuff. But do you guys remember the test screening of? Robert Pattinson in the suit, like stepping out of the shadows. Um, I, I it, like that. That's image is still in my mind. I was like, this is going to be insane. And then you attach, you know, Matt Reeves as director. I'm a huge fan of the, um, you know, his trilogy. Did he direct the first one? I can't remember, but the uh, Planet of the Apes movies he did. Um, so I was a huge fan of Matt Reeves before, and then that test screening of Robert Pattinson. I'm like, dude, he's Batman. Like yeah. I can. You know, I've seen Twilight, like whatever it's whatever. But Robert Pattinson Listen, is a I good actor. Twilight, once, okay. once you get past, people enjoy yeah. Twilight. Yeah, sure. But but I don't you don't you that. don't watch the Batman and think of Twilight. Right. 
Right. You don't look at Robert's not face and you're like, oh my god, that's the vampire that sparkled. Right. It's not like that. He like totally melts into, you know, like Gotham, like Christian was saying, like he just yes. blends right in and he, you know, it feels like he's always been there. That's, I don't know. That's, but yeah. That's exactly what I was trying to say. I, I really need and to and rewatch like... it because I've only seen it twice, but. The the major criticisms on the movie were like, oh, he's not a good Bruce Wayne and all that. But like, Bruce Wayne is not a good Bruce Wayne in the movie. Like, let's be honest about it. He's not Bruce Wayne yet. Bruce Wayne is a personality that is developed. He's a public image. So I think yeah. he did it perfectly. He's still grieving and he's still dealing with, you know, the darkness. And uh, he ha he's beginning to understand that he has to become a symbol. But he also has to become himself. So... I think it was a good Bruce Wayne for the for the era the movie takes place in. It's only the second year, and I, you know what? And I'll say sure. this: I'm happy we didn't get the Joker. I'm happy we didn't get a Joker origin. Just throw him in there. Yeah, he's been there for that, a while. That's, cool. Yeah, okay. that's kind of what I was, you know, saying earlier when when you mentioned that Joker is probably the most popular villain, um, and I was I said for better or for worse. Cause I think right now it's kind of like yo, we get it, Joker. Okay, cool. <laughs> Maybe like a little bit of Joker fatigue, right? Like every DC project doesn't need the Joker. I'm, I'm, I promise. I promise you guys. <laughs> um, you think they'd learn from their mistake, but no. Yeah, I mean, you know, we don't have to talk about it too long, but like Jared Leto's Joker, right? Like, let's just stop having the Joker for a little bit. Take a little break, you know? <laughs> um Although I do, I do like the design of uh, the Joker in, um, you know, in the most recent Batman movie, he looks freaky, like really yeah. scary. So, my yeah. my hope, I and I've heard more. other people talking mm. about this. Uh, I wish they handled the Joker, sort of as what they do with uh, Calendar Man in Long Halloween. Like he's there, but we don't really like get to see him in action. He's just like a consultant. I kind of want that. Yeah. That seems to be the way right now, at least. That's it, Christian. This is a great conversation, but that's a great segue, dude. Because our big topic for this episode is kind of related, and I'm sure this will be like the first video game series where you know we would have talked about anyways. But our big topic is comic book video games because I'm lucky, dumb Sarah, streaming all the time, grinding away but she's been streaming a lot of comic book video games and I, I don't know if that's on purpose like i don't know if that you're but it's just like you know what sarah likes to play um so i figured that'd be a good big topic to have when we had sarah on and the first one that i want to start with because i think it's my favorite and you know we could talk about this but the arkham games are so good right that's not a hot take everyone knows it um do you guys think the Arkham games are the best superhero video games? I guess that's the first question I'll ask you guys. If not the best, they are the most classic. Right. Because I feel like their success is what led to all the other ones. Right. Yeah, totally. Like, I think, um, and, and then I'll throw it off to Christian, but I think for me, it go, I mean, it goes straight back to what we are talking about before, but since Batman was the first character I latched on to, um, like playing Arkham Asylum, like blew my mind, right? Because before that, I'm trying to think if there's been a video game that you've been like 
the Batman, not, you know, some... There might have been, like, a Game Boy game that I played, like, a long time ago, a 2D side-scroller type thing, right? But playing as the Batman, using all the different gadgets in Arkham Asylum, you know, like, solving, you know, you're doing detective work, actually, right? Really puts you in the shoes of Batman, and I, I just fell in love, and I think the Arkham games are... If they... I mean, you can't separate them from, like, the Batman property, but, like, they are, like, better video games, and they ha they happen to be, you know, a Batman video game, if that makes any sense. Um, so, Christian, I guess I'll throw it to you. Like, what do you think of the Arkham games? If, um, I don't even know if you've I played can... them or not. But... So, so funny funny story about the the Batman Arkham games. They were my birthday gift this year from, from Sarah. She oh, got nice. the trilogy. And... Uh, so yeah, I haven't finished them, and she knows that, so I'm not hiding anything. I'm not good at sticking to video games. Like, I will start playing them and then take like a six-month break and then come back. <laughs> I think for me, video games are, are this interesting thing because I love them, but I just don't play them enough. Um, if I, if, since I haven't finished them, I don't want to get too much into Arkham, but I do want to hear your guys' opinion on it. I will say my two favorite superhero video games and they don't make sense are um, number one spider-man the ps4 uh spider-man now pc and ps5 love it fantastic game amazing peter parker uh whatever uh my second one is uh the incredibles for the gamecube i don't care what anyone says that's a superhero game and it's fantastic and i yeah, remember dude, I running his dash across the water running his dash across the water was my favorite thing to do and uh, so yeah, uh, Spider-Man, The Incredibles. But I will say that what I have played of uh, I think Arkham Asylum is fantastic. It's it's a work of art, and I feel like I'm Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I think um, you brought up. Uh, so wait, Christian, the remind me is the GameCube version of The Incredibles. Is that the one that's like a sequel before Incredible? You know, obviously before Incredibles two came out, is that like the mole, the mole man one. Or is it based no, on the I, movie? I, I'm, I'm personally thinking about the one that's based on the movie. I never played gotcha. the, the Rise of the Underminer, uh, although right. I should maybe. But my, my issue was that for a while, people would be like, I'd be like, uh, The Incredibles used to be my favorite Pixar movie. Now it's now it's Ratatouille. That doesn't matter. But um, I, I used to say, like, I want an Incredibles 2, and people would be like, but we got the Rise of the Underminer. I never cared about the game I wanted in the movie, so I never played the game because I was angry at it. Gotcha. You had a hatred, like a young hatred. Nice. Oh, um, my God. Okay, so so that, that opens up, like, kind of a, a good door we can step through. Um, Sarah, since you, I know you just played all... Wait, did you beat all the Arkham games yeah. recently? Okay, because yes. you played, like, you know, I was obviously watching when you played, like, Arkham Origins. Out of those four, what would you say is the best one? Um, for me personally, I liked City and Origins. So City's number two, and then Origins is out of the trilogy, but within the same universe. Right. Yeah, I think uh, City City is definitely like my favorite. Um, I know I feel like majority of people would probably like say City or Asylum. Not yeah. that Arkham Knight was bad. It was just like. I don't know, like, 8 out of 10 instead of a 9 out of 10, you know what I mean? Like, it's you still, know, like, yeah. head and shoulders above, like, all other video games. But, um, and then Arkham Origins, that one's interesting because 
it share you know obviously shares a lot of the DNA. It has a lot of the same, probably built in the same engine as the other ones, um, but diff, different developer, uh, not developed by Rocksteady. So I feel like Rocksteady kind of, I don't even think that one was included in, in the gift you gave to Christian, probably right. Like they kind of, Rocksteady's like you know we didn't want to, them to do that game. They, um, it's kind of like the bastard child, uh, like reading interviews and stuff. Like they felt like. Um, the developers, WB Montreal, was like messing in their sandbox and like, no, we don't want it. Um, so I always thought that was interesting that, I don't know, they're, but, you know, WB like made them make the game because um, they didn't have anything coming out in the next two years or whatever. Um, but anyways, that, that's all to say that I think, I think City is my favorite as well. And then Christian, you brought it up, dude. That's the other big elephant in the room. I would say it's the, the Arkham games and then Spider-Man PS4. Um, cause that game, oh man, Christian, cause I don't know, did you guys ever play Spider-Man 2, like on the, on the PS2, like back in the day or whatever? I remember it's playing like, Spider-Man it, 2 and Spider-Man 3. It, it, for the longest time it was, and I think a lot of people would agree, that was like the peak of video game, like comic book adaptations. Um, but then like playing it now, it, it doesn't hold up because it's from that era of games where it's just like. You know, it's kind of wonky controls, like the camera. They're still trying to figure it out and stuff like that. But then P- Spider-Man PS4 comes out, and it just, like, it's insane. It, it feels so fluid. You are Spider-Man in the same way that the Arkham games made you feel like Batman. Like I think this, it's because of Arkham. Yeah, it shares a lot. Like, definitely for the fighting and stuff like that. Um, the open world, that like, kind of the, you know, the Riddler clues are kind of similar to, like, whatever the backpacks or whatever right like it shares a lot of the same dna um but just flying through the city like swinging and it feels so good um that's like like dude sometimes maybe not recently but maybe like a year ago i would turn on spider-man ps4 and just swing around like i I beat the game there's nothing to do but i'm just swinging around because it just feels so good um so i think that's the other elephant in the room i i would say is spider-man ps4 so sarah can you talk talk a little bit about Spider-Man PS4. I don't know if you beat it or not, but... So, I was fortunate enough to play it for the first time this year because I don't have a console except, like, a Switch. Right. So, when it was available on PC is when I played it for the first time. Um, I completed the main story. I still have, like, a DLC or two left. Um, But, yeah, I had a lot of fun with it because it reminded me so much of Arkham, but it was Spider-Man. Right. And I, I haven't read, like any spider-man so it was fun to like learn more about the characters that i've known just from the movies um it was it was great and like you said the swinging amazing almost as good as uh the swinging in the lego games that spider-man is in (laughs) oh yeah that's true that's true too but yeah i think that they did spider-man like very well in the game i've had lots of fun so far with it since i've been playing it for the first time this year as well as the arkham we we have all played Spider-Man here. I, I, I want to know your opinions on this because um, I think a big uh, takeaway from the game or something that everyone liked was that you could use different skins. My personal favorites are 2099 and the Future Foundation black and white suit. So what, I want to throw it to you guys. What are your favorite skins to use in the game? Yeah. In Spider-Man, like, specifically? I got to pull up a list. Oh, so you know the, um, oh, 
for the longest time, I would use the uh, the one from the movie, like Tobey Maguire's suit, when they added that. Yes, yeah. That was pretty cool. Like, as a, like, just an, an homage or whatever. Um, wasn't there, there was, like, an animated-looking one, right? That looked like it was, like, it was cel-shaded and stuff like that. I think that's the one I probably used the most of. Did it have, like, a counter? This would be interesting. I don't think it exists. Maybe it was, like, a mod for it on PC. But just, like, a counter of, you play the game this many hours using this suit. Um, I'd be interested in seeing that, because I think even though you're unlocking a lot more and maybe you'll switch them, like, I think everybody has, like, their go-to, uh, like Christian's saying. But I think, for me, it was the, the cel-shaded one. Um, I would like the underwear skin for research purposes. <laughs> But that one's hard to get, and rightfully so. I think there was also a uh, from the from the comics the um, bombastic bombastic bagman. Yes, I like uh, that one. <laughs> where he's wearing it on his head. I mean, that's just a classic. I know. I've had to take it off a couple times because, like, it'll jump into like a dramatic cutscene, and then it's just like broken with this bag head. <laughs> it's supposed to be so serious, and then I'm right. just like giggling <laughs> oh obviously spider punk was pretty cool i used that one a lot um even though I, I i don't know anything about like spider punk in the comics or whatever um i just thought that suit was cool the vintage comic book suit that's the one that's cell shaded um, so i that want that cool. one what, what so christian you would say the 2099 suit 2099 is there's something about it because i've read i own the first issue of Spider-Man 2099, not the first appearance, the first issue. I don't, I think the first five. So I really like the character. I haven't read enough about it to, you know, to like be in love with it and tell you everything right now. I just like the look. And my favorite thing about <laughs> Spider-Man 2099, it's a fun fact for anyone listening to Color Break right here, is that the suit is not blue. Um, but it, the suit's supposed to be black, but they couldn't do shadows on a black suit. So they just made it blue in the comics, but like when they talk about it in the comics, they mention it as being black. So it was really funny to see the suit in the game as a black suit. Right. Uh, as a yeah, that's suit. a good point too. Um, I'm like that's sorry. A cool if nod. Right. Sorry if I'm like distracted over here. I'm just like looking at all the suits. So cool. I'm looking at the undie suit specifically. If anybody wants to, <laughs> we'll put that on the on the thumbnail, Christian. Remember that, all right? <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I think, so, you know, we talked about Arkham games, we talked about Spider-Man games, so now I feel like we can open it up for the rest of, just like any, any other games people want to talk about. The one I want to start with, though, is, have you guys played, um, Ultimate Alliance? I don't know if... No, I no. don't think I know about that. Okay, so I'll explain it just a little bit, because it's always been a favorite of mine, and, uh, the sequel actually came out, it's a Switch exclusive, definitely recommend it it's a lot of fun essentially it's a it's a four-person co-op or you can just play like one person and switch between um but it it you can play like all of the heroes in the marvel universe pretty much it's like as you progress through the story you'll like meet up with dr strange and then he joins your party um and you can like you know interchange with all those different four um for whatever missions and you're leveling them up and stuff like that it's pretty much like a top down uh beat up just beat up all the faceless goons like who gives a crap and then you fight bosses and stuff um 
But that game, you know, I had it on the PS2, and that's always stuck with me because it allowed me to, um, you know, I didn't read the comics back then, right? But you got to figure out, oh, like, you know, all these different heroes that are were obscure to me at the time, you get to join their party and, you know, hearing their dialogue and um, kind of learning more about them in that way. I always thought that was super cool. Um, and I think for the latest game, there must be, I don't know, there must be like a hundred different heroes you could play as. Um, so I know like that's how I got to experience all these different heroes that I otherwise would not have been able to. Um, so Ultimate Alliance has always stuck with me. Um, but the third one just came out, so I'd you know, definitely recommend that. It's probably one of the best uh, Switch games. So, but uh, I mean, you bring you bring up an interesting topic, and I know, like we met, like we mentioned, uh, Sarah streams on Twitch. I'm Loki Dump for anyone. Um, you, she streamed. Well, you, Sarah, you streamed uh, all the Lego Marvel and the Lego DC games. Not all the all of the DC ones yet, but I, I personally think the Lego Marvel games are fantastic. Like, all the characters you can use, and the story's actually fun. Like, it's not for kids, you know? Sometimes they sell Lego games as they're for kids, but, like, no, those are great stories. I feel like, at least with the, the second Marvel one, um, they're... They, not, Marvel knew what they're doing because I feel like they're sort of following the formula of Lego Marvel superheroes, too. Like... Apart from, like, the first game, like, the second game had, like, more characters like Black Bolt, She-Hulk, Miss Marvel, and, and all of those are, like, being reintroduced now, you know, to the MCU, which is really interesting. So, I don't know if, you know, Lego Marvel Superheroes 2 was just, like, coincidentally, like, picking up all these characters, or if this was, like, meticulously planned, but there are some interesting points in that game that are coming up now. And, dude, all of those LEGO games have been so fun. They're not just for kids, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, so that's a good point, too, because um, I remember playing, because uh, you didn't need, I forget, was the first uh, Marvel LEGO game, that was more focused on, like, the Avengers, right? Like, it didn't really have, like, it had a lot of characters, but it didn't have, you know, nearly as much as uh, 2 did, right? Right. I, I think that's correct. So I remember um, playing the, the second one with my girlfriend, and that's kind of how she you know, she's like, what, what is all this nerd shit you're always into? Um, and so, like, having her sit down with me, and it's a Lego game, it's very accessible to everybody, but, like, you guys are saying, it's also just a really fun story. Um, so, you know, playing with my girlfriend, you know, we're swapping, we're trying to figure out all the puzzles and stuff like that. Um, she's, like, jumping off the edge over and over, like, losing all my studs, and I'm getting upset. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, I don't know, that, that's, that's a great point, too, is the, the Lego games, they might be, like, super underrated, I know that, um, you know, back in the day, like, I think it was maybe on, like, DS, I think I played, like, the Lego Batman game. Um, so, like, those are definitely, at, you know, have a spot in my heart as well. It's always cool when, you know, your your two loves meet, right? So, like, my love of DC and um, video games and just getting to play them, um, super cool. But, yeah, I think the Lego And you're a fan of Lego. Right, so it's like a, it's like a three... I don't want to say mm -hmm. a three-way. That might be a little... But, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so we brought up the, the Lego Marvel, the Lego superhero games. What do you, what's your guys' like, favorite um, out of... I think they haven't done a Batman one in a while, right? But they, the most recent one, I think, was... Marvel DC Supervillains. Oh, that's true. 
Yeah, that was like the most recent, right? Um, I'm having a lot of fun with that right now. Um, and then I liked ba- um, Batman 2 and 3. Nothing wrong with 1, but it was just... It's an old game. It kept crashing. I couldn't finish it, unfortunately, just because of tech. But I had a lot of fun when I tried it. Um, and then the first um, Lego Marvel was really fun. I haven't played Avengers yet. Gotcha. So, so like, even, even in those, like, you kind of gravitate more towards the the DC side, which makes sense, because, you know, that's what I did, too. Um, but, yeah, Cr- Christian, what do, you, what do you think? What would be your favorite uh, Lego superhero um, game? For for me, I, I don't know if it's Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2, um, because I, I just remember, like, unlocking, like, every single character, because there's, like, 300 characters at least. I might be wrong, but, like, hyperboles are a thing, you know? Uh, I just, I, I don't know. There was something about it, and... My my problem with Lego games is that I grew up playing Lego Star Wars the the complete saga, and it was like, I think when I think of Lego Star Wars, it was like the bare minimum. It was super basic, no open world. You just cantina episodes, you're out. Eat through so each door. Yep. Some, there was some adjustment when I had to like get into just an open world Lego city, uh, but I, I I liked it. I liked that you could discover different characters around town and you could see the Marvel headquarters. It was just a fun game. So I would say when it comes to superheroes, I think it's Lego Marvel superheroes too, but I'm not good with the names. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. Um, Okay, so so like there's those games, right? But I kind of wanted to, maybe not rapid fire, but um, maybe... You know, I'll say one, and then if you guys have anything else you want to add, just let me know. Um, but I think a, a really important genre for um, superhero video games has been fighting games, right? It's just like the perfect marriage of, you know, it's it's kind of easy to translate what they do in the comics into into a video game. Um, so the the one that comes to mind for me um, for uh, superhero f- fighting games specifically is Injustice. Have you guys have you guys played Injustice? I'm very close to starting it. Nice. No, that that'll be fun to watch too. So, um, but I, I'm I, like classically so bad at fighting games. But uh, so, oh, Christian, what'd you say? I, what were you saying about the? I I never started uh, Injustice. Well, I, I I started it, never finished it because I'm so bad at fighting games that I hated it. It's it's not a bad game. I'm just <laughs> I'm bad at it, so I just gave up. Um, and I'm sorry if I'm not talking. This is a small delay for me. Um, if anyone's I'm... wondering, I'm a bit quiet today. But injustice, and I know injustice was impactful because there's an injustice comic book now. So it's a, it's an important game to the DC universe itself. I just happen to be the worst player ever to exist. No, I feel you. Like it, it's um. I, I'm really bad at fighting games as well, um, but I think that Injustice was a little different because, you know, compared to like maybe Mortal Kombat where it's got a story, but maybe it's not the most important part of the game. Um, Injustice has like a pretty compelling story along with being like a really competent fighting game developed by NetherRealm so that, you know, it's to be expected, like they know fighting games is in their DNA. Um, but yeah, Injustice and Injustice 2 are like, you know, some of the better uh, superhero video games because they kind of 
evolve that um, that genre in the same way that maybe Arkham, the Arkham games did for like open world, um, like RPGs, if you want to call them that. Um, so just moving through the list here, did you guys ever play the Deadpool game? I know there was a, that might be the, a pretty. The Deadpool game, the Deadpool game is a fantastic game. I, it's, so it's not on PC. They don't sell it on Steam. They don't sell it anywhere. And I have been thinking of buying it for Sarah because I think she would have fun on stream and people would enjoy it. I would enjoy watching anyone play the Deadpool game because I don't, they capture the characters so well. It's, it's wonderful. Honestly. Yeah, I think it's uh, I think it is Nolan North who voices Deadpool, and it really was just like perfect casting. I guess I'm looking it up right now before I, I don't know. But so the unfortunate part with that game is it got caught in like a bunch of licensing, like whatever. So it got delisted um, from pretty much everywhere. Um, I know it was on like PS3. I think that's where I played it. But yeah, it might be like pretty hard to find now because of classic license game problems but um um moving along here i mean we talked about so i never played marvel versus capcom um i know that's like a lot of people's like favorite um fighting game not even just you know superhero fighting games do you guys have any experience with um marvel versus capcom no yeah uh, my experience with marvel versus capcom was um getting it playing it for like a straight just one day with my cousins and playing as every single character and then realizing I was never going to beat them and just quit. That's just my story, <laughs> man. That's every game with I play. With fighting games man. or with every game? <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I mean, the the games I like, and as silly as it sounds, it's, I, I like really dumb games. Like, if you ask me my favorite video games, sure, I can throw you some Fallout and I can throw you Skyrim, but I can also throw you Chicken Little barnyard the game is fantastic uh over the hedge like i don't know why it's just voodoo vins which i streamed i, I streamed for like a month once voodoo vins it was for, for the xbox is, is my favorite game of all time i just like stupid simple games i'm not good with like thinking too much or <laughs> fighting well yeah i mean that's the great thing is that there's a video game for every taste for sure. Like if you want, if you want a game that's just fun, like you can go have fun with it, or you can try something challenging, or have something, you know, in the middle. And yeah. at least for me, um, like I didn't own a gaming PC, um, and like I just got it like this year, and I and I don't have a, a console. Like I said, all I have is a Switch. So all of these games are pretty new to me, but I'm really enjoying like playing them all, you know, yeah. and. I don't want anyone to feel discouraged by like starting any games because you know they might seem expensive but there's a ways around that and I don't mean pirating I mean um like you can buy keys online like I've gotten like all the Arkhams for like maybe ten dollars collectively right. um you know and you have um major games like Injustice 2 like we were saying um and Guardians of the Galaxy right now are on Xbox Game Pass like 10 bucks a month so you don't have to you know pocket out like 60 dollars you know every couple weeks to play a really good game like these are available for everyone yeah it's a good point i think uh game pass specifically has you know revolutionized like the way i have even been purchasing games because for the longest time video games were like my first love before you know comic books in the last couple of years um so i was buying 
I was buying video games like crazy. But even now with with Game Pass, it's like, oh, may, you know, maybe I'll I won't buy that one day one, and then eventually it comes out on Game Pass. Seems like right. Guardians of the Galaxy was a good is a good call because um, that's another one that it's it's really interesting because you know you mentioned you like the Guardians movie, Sarah. Um, but after playing the Guardians game, I was so blown away that I'm trying to think about it now. That might be like my Guardians of the Galaxy. You know what I mean? Like, I love Chris Pratt and, you know, Vin Diesel. He says, I am Groot so well or whatever. But, like, like I, I really think that the Guardians game just blew me away. I, I wasn't expecting, like, anything I, from it. I, I think they I really they get the gameplay. Well. Right. No, dude, yeah. absolutely. Totally. Like, it's such a funny, like heart heartwarming story, um, but then it, it just has really awesome gameplay that totally clicked with me. So I remember when they first announced it, and they showed gameplay, and I'm like, this kind of looks like garbage. I'll, I'll be honest with you, it kind of looks like garbage. Why can't you switch between all the guardians? It doesn't seem like you should be able to. But no, they, they stuck to the vision, and they're like, no, you're going to play as Peter Quill, and we're going to tell you a really awesome story. It's, I don't know, what would you say, Sarah? Maybe like 20 hours, maybe less? I can't, I can't uh, really remember. Well, I'm not very good, so a lot of the bosses take me a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Um, but it, it was worth quite a few streams, you know, of multiple hours at a time. Right, and it, that one was interesting to me, too, because it, um, if you're trying to think of, if you're trying to think of a superhero video game, not very often are they like shooters you know what i mean um you know like we talked about arkham and spider-man those are like you know classic beat-em-up sure you have you know shooting different gadgets and stuff like that um but guardians galaxy is first and foremost it's, it's a shooter game and they really nailed it they, they did a super good job on top of being a great story um that was like one of i was like number three last year when i played it uh, on my game of the year i really enjoyed it so that, that's a good pull too, and like you said, free on Game Pass. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I think the thing I, the thing I learned after watching Sarah play is that um, I respect her a lot because um, she, Sarah, you play games on stream and you finish them, but you finish them on stream. And like, there's games for me like Spider Man. When I started playing Spider Man, I don't think I slept for two days. I just never stopped playing, but like you somehow like finished a mission and you're like okay guys next stream we'll continue i don't have that that willpower honestly <laughs> yeah i mean the way i see it is that it's it's a journey right so if i'm if i'm taking everyone on a journey i don't want to drop them off and then pick them up and they don't know what's going on you know i want i want to ride the whole journey with them i don't care if I have to wait a month or two weeks or the next day to do it. But I want everyone to understand and be on this journey together. And, you know, sometimes I, 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 I want to play a game when I'm not streaming, but I, I have my certain games that I, I don't stream and I just do it whenever, whenever I want to just for fun, because that's what games are. They're supposed to be fun. And yeah, I think that's kind of how I balance that. And yeah, it's been fun. I, yeah. I want to ask that, because I know this is something. Yeah. This is something we have all sank hours and hours into, but uh, we're we're all big 
into Animal Crossing here, right? At least we were when it, we first got it. Uh, because I do want to say sure. uh, I lost, I lost sleep. I might have lost friends because of that game. <laughs> um, I think I dedicated more time into that that than my personal life for a while. Uh, what what are your thoughts on that game? I, it's it's a pretty simple game when you think about it. Well, so yeah. so Christian, to answer your question, and maybe this is you know something what you should have done like I did, right? If your girlfriend is complaining, oh, you never hang out with me. You're always playing Animal Crossing. You get her a Switch Lite, get her Animal Crossing. Then you're hanging out. She's sitting right next to you. And you can visit each other's towns, Christian. So you really dropped the ball on this one, dude. Um, I, that, I, I no, did <laughs> drop the ball. Let, let me explain this right here. Buddy, that game came out March 23rd, mm-hmm. 2020. Oh, and yeah, if you dude. remember what happened like two weeks after that, right? I know what you're about to say, dude. The whole, the oh, whole yeah. world stopped. So I my know. girlfriend wasn't there with me. I was in my room for two months. She she was in her own house. So I had all the time in the world to dedicate my entire life into that game. But now dude, she has so a funny you bring that and up. she's playing it. Right. Dude, that's so funny you bring it up because when i mean this isn't superhero related but it is funny because we all kind of had the same experience um being like college kids during covid right um covid hits shuts down all the classes and then you just have so much free time and animal crossing really came out at like the the perfect time you know they could have they probably you know they didn't want to plan it better but it just so happened that that was like the game of the year because they released it right when everybody was home that was such a fun time everybody just, just was so you have over. an idea just so you have an yeah. idea about how perfect it was um so march 22nd is my dad's birthday shout out to my dad he listens to this sometimes <laughs> um he, well he listens to it all the time the two episodes issues um all the time 24 7 my girlfriend came over with her family to, you know for my dad's birthday the game midnight the game comes out i download it and that was the last time i saw my girlfriend for like two months because the morning after they said hey we're gonna do a quarantine so animal crossing came out the first day of quarantine it was perfect they couldn't have planned it it was not like a switch (laughs) yeah i got mine this year right I just started Animal Crossing back in March. Gotcha. No, but I've had a lot of time since it's been like summer break. <laughs> just just like a week or two ago. So right, right. I've, I've spent a lot of time on that. Um, So I'm trying to look through. And I don't know. Does anyone have any other video game, comic book video games that they, you know, they would be remiss if they didn't bring up um, before the episode ended? Uh, and I guess while you guys are thinking, I'll, I'll throw out some. Um, so I know it's not, you know, like a traditional, um, comic book or whatever. I guess you would probably consider it a manga. I'm not sure. But the Scott Pilgrim video game, I don't know if you guys, um, were ever like experienced that one, but essentially it was, uh, you know, a side scroller beat em up in the same way that like the old Ninja Turtle game was, or, um, the Simpsons like arcade game. Did it come out recently, like this year? So the uh, th- that's another funny story because it got uh, it's the same thing as the Deadpool game where it got caught in like licensing whatever 
Um, but they recently like remastered and put it out, which a lot yeah, of people okay. didn't think would ever happen. Um, because that was another game that came out, PSN Network, everybody was playing it, but then they delisted the game. Um, so like if you didn't have it downloaded on your console, you just couldn't download it anymore. Um, but yeah, that, that one always stuck with me too, because I never played, you know, side scroll beat em up games quite like that. Um, and you know, being a big fan of the movie, um, the Edgar Wright film, that was always a fun one to play as well. And then I own it. I need to give it a try. I found it for like $5. I mean, dude. Yeah. It's, I, that'd be a fun one. It's really hard though. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention what, um, in a lot of people's minds, is the worst video game of all time, which is uh, Superman sixty four. Superman sixty four is yeah. by a million people considered to be the worst game ever created, and I I got to play it. I will say that, and it is the worst game I've ever played. It's unplayable. Yeah, that's an interesting one um, because in that era, right, if you're trying to think of it, Superman's super popular, all the movies are popping off, and they, how would you, what's the best way to translate such a powerful hero into a video game? You make them fly through rings. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> but no, that, that one has always made me laugh because it's so classically bad, and it's like, how do you... I don't know how they could have made it better, honestly, like from a game design perspective. Like, I think that's why for so long we just haven't seen a superhero game. It's because it's like, what do, you, what do you even do in a superhero game, right? Um, but yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that one, Christian. We're supposed to talk about the best ones, not the worst ones. <laughs> okay. No, I, I'm glad uh, you mentioned thing. it, though, I, because... I think of, like, superhero games, and I think of the ones, like, either I've heard a lot about, which is Superman... And uh, the Flash is my favorite superhero. I've said it a couple times. There's been a Flash game in development. I, th I think right now they're not doing it anymore. But for 20 years, they've been trying to do one. And I don't think they ever will. And it's disappointing. So those are the video games I know about, the failures. <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, that's an interesting point too because for the longest time, there was just like this drought of a good superhero video game. You know, it makes perfect sense. It's like it seems like it'd be the perfect medium for it, but over and over again, you see just like failure after failure, <laughs> or like you know maybe one game will come out and it'll pop off for a little bit. Like I'm looking here at this list: Spider-Man: Shattered Dimensions or like Web of Shadows. Like those are those are pretty good games, maybe like a seven out of ten, six out of ten. But then the Arkham games come out, and that kind of changed the landscape. And right now, we're kind of in this like renaissance of. You know, obviously the MCU's popping off, superhero movies. We talked about the DCU last time, I won't get into it, but the movies are popping off. The video games are popping off as well. Like, we're about to have um, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League about to come out. Gotham, Gotham Knights, Knights is about to come out. Oh, dude, I'm so pumped for that. Oh, my God, pre-ordered. But I, then, like, I, and I then think you have, the, you know, Spider-Man 2 is coming the, out. And... I mean, what they, what they changed, I think, is, and by the way, Wolverine, I'm excited for that one. It's made by the same developers mm. as Spider-Man. Spider-Man 2 is coming out. The, the change they made is pretty simple in my mind. We stopped getting superhero games based on movies and started getting superhero games based on superheroes. That's the change. Yeah, no, totally. Like, it's, you know, 
you can't just get, you know, the person who owns your development company can't just say, hey, we just got the license to, you know, spit out a, a video game and we're going to half-ass it. It really does feel like, no, these these developers, like, care so much about the property. They go to, they go to Disney, Marvel, and say, hey, we love Wolverine. Here's our Wolverine game pitch. And it just, like, blows their mind. And they're like, yeah, absolutely, green light it. Um, so it really does feel like there is that care that we just hadn't gotten before. Um, and it's really starting to change. And we mentioned a couple, but there, you know, there's even more at other genres, like um, the people who, are, who made, um, uh, maybe, maybe it's not the people who made XCOM, but it's an XCOM light game, um, Midnight Suns, right? Um, so like even, even like the tactical genre is getting a superhero game or um, you know, beat-em-ups like I mentioned before and all these different things. Um, are starting to come out and I think we're in a we're in a really good spot for I said I say it all the time best time ever to be a nerd but in video games that's that's true as well you know what I mean um, so yeah I guess may, maybe a good last question would be out of the games that are upcoming um, that are superhero based what are you guys most excited for I guess I'll throw it to Sarah first um I would say Gotham Knights or Suicide Squad. I don't have a definitive answer between the two, but just because we have more sneak peeks of Gotham Knights, I am leaning towards that, and it's more soon. You know, it's next month. Yeah, I. I it's so crazy because. So I think I think to answer my own question, um, I think for me it would be. I would probably say Suicide Squad just because Rocksteady is such an acclaimed studio. Um, not to say that, you know, WB Montreal, like, isn't isn't good. I mean, they did, you know, Origins, and I thought that was a really good game as well. Um, but I think for me, it would I would lean towards Rocksteady just because I, you know, trust them with, with anything. Um, but I'm trying to think. It's been... And it's something we haven't seen before, like Suicide Squad in a video game. True. Yeah, it's not just... Cause I remember there was, like, a lot of talk of you know, what was Rocksteady's next project before they announced it being Suicide Squad. People are like, oh, maybe it's like a Justice League game or all these leaks were coming out and they're working on like a Superman game and all that stuff. Um, and, you know, after 10 years of like development, they finally are about to release a game, which is really exciting. Um, and even for Gotham Knights, I think it's been like seven years, uh, seven or eight. So it's just kind of crazy how time flies. Christian, what, what would you say is like your... Uh, most anticipated, um, if you would have. So, I, uh, I think you just said Wolverine. I've been excited. Uh, yeah, I, I've been excited about the Spider-Man game because Venom's gonna be in it and Miles Morales. I'm gonna say this right now. First of all, I love Miles. Miles is fantastic. The Miles video game felt like DLC. It didn't feel like a full game. So if in Spider-Man Two, I hope they give Miles the 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 presence he deserves. Uh, and the reason why I'm excited about Wolverine is because if they handle it like Spider-Man when it's an open world, I think we'll get a much darker game than we're expecting. And, uh, you know, like, yeah, he doesn't swing, but he has a motorcycle. And that's pretty cool if you ask me. And I, I kind of hope we go to, like, you know, not just one city, you know, like some fast travel to another place, but still the open world element with Wolverine, I feel like would be cool. Yeah, and that, that's... um. That's a good point too. Like you, so Insomniac is developing both Spider-Man Two and Wolverine. I think they also probably have like a Ratchet and Clank game in development as well. 
I don't know how they do it. Um, they put out such consistently good stuff. Um, but I, personally, I, I think I, I kind of want Wolverine to be more linear, kind of in the same way that Guardians was. Maybe with like different hub worlds that you can, you know, hub worlds that you can go between with your motorcycle or whatever. Um, but I trust Insomniac with everything. If they decided to do an open world, let's do it. Open world. I'm ready. Um, but yeah, I think uh, there's no, uh, looking at this list, I mean, we kind of covered all the big um, superhero video games, so, so yeah. Maybe if there's any favorites of the people listening, we would like to hear. For sure. I think um, we're trying to figure out with, uh, on Spotify, there's a way to do like polls and stuff, but also you can ask a question. Um, but it, on YouTube, definitely leave in the comments like what your favorite superhero game, either we mentioned it or we didn't. Um, we would love to hear it. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess uh, I'll end it. I think we have covered everything. So I do want to say, and I know we said it before, um, you know, our, our community is about like help pushing our creators. So I, I will say this. I know Sarah's my friend and I went to college with her. And, you know, she's friends with my girlfriend, whatever. I honestly enjoy her streams. Please go watch her streams. Sarah, is there is there anything you want to promote? No. If you want more of me, you can find me on Twitch at I'm Loki Dumb. That's it. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we'll link it for sure. It'll be down there. No worries. It's a lot of, so, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I'm a subscriber. <laughs> or maybe it lapsed. I forget. We, but <laughs> uh, yeah, we do. I do pay money to watch my friend play video games. So I, I will say that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I I think, you know, it it uh, we talked about movies. We talked about video games. We talked about comics. Being a comic book fan is not just about reading books. Yes, we we like reading books over here. But if you just like the video games. Like the video games. If you just like the movies, like the movies. You know, if you just like knowing the characters by memory, just do that. It's whatever works for you. And uh, yeah, just I guess that's it for me. Cody, you want to say anything before you leave? No, it's no. <laughs> <laughs>